This week, we're off to see Gloria and her daughter, Marie Jose, and her son-in-law, Luis, from San Jose in Apaneca in El Salvador. My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here, it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So this coffee for this week comes from El Salvador. Um, those who know me know how much I love El Salvador as a country, but in particular the people. Um, it's from an area called Apaneca. Uh, Apaneca is a smallish town uh, and it's in the Arshapan region. Uh, this is uh, the Arshapan mountain range, uh, which is a, a bunch of uh, volcanoes, which I'm going to tell you a little bit more uh, about later. Um, the farm is called Finca San Jose. Uh, San Jose is a farm that we've bought from for around about eight years, I'm going to say now. I'm fairly sure it's eight years. And we buy a variety of coffees from there. So we buy uh, the Elefante, which is a, a unique varietal, which if you haven't tried, because we doesn't make it to in my mug, I would really encourage you to try. The interesting things about this coffee is it's a natural mutation that's been found only on this farm. Um, yeah. And it has excess mucilage, uh, excess juice inside the cherry that the seed's sitting inside. So we do a test that when you want to see whether a coffee is ripe, you squeeze the cherry and you get a three, maybe four drops out when it's ripe. Um, this one, I've seen up to 21 drops come out, um, just showing how much fruit and mucilage there is around the seed. But we've not got that this week. This week we've got a Bourbon and we've got a red Bourbon. Um, and why am I telling you red Bourbon? Because I would normally just say Bourbon. Well, we also have the orange and the yellow Bourbon from this farm too, um, which is uh, kind of nice to have those different taste-offs. Um, probably out of all three, the orange is my favorite. But that's not to say I don't love this red one that we're going to try here. So again, in my muggers that just wait for the coffee to come every week, might be nice if you go and try the orange bourbon or the yellow bourbon uh, variations of this coffee just to see the differences. Um, the altitude of this farm is around about 1,500 to 1,600 metres. Um, and it's a fairly small farm, produces around about 75 sacks, which is 75 times 69 kilos. Um, and doesn't have a mill on the farm. It's actually milled at uh, a, a mill just outside uh, Apaneca. Um, and it is called uh, El Carmen, uh, who do all of the milling for all of Gloria's farms. So Nihapa, uh, Mamamita, um, and San Jose are all done there. Um, very, very special coffees. And um, we should maybe do some, uh, do a little bit more digging into uh, the difference between the varietals. So some of my favourite espressos seem to keep coming from one varietal and I wanted to have a look at why those coffees tend to uh, make me the, the happiest when it comes to espresso. This week's coffee is from El Salvador, um, a place where I would say all of my favourite espresso, like my top three favourite espressos have ever come from. Um, but also comes from a Bourbon varietal, which is also something that makes me uh, really happy when it comes to um, espresso. So I'm thinking of espressos like La Lujan Bourbon. Uh, I'm thinking of Finca Argentina Bourbon. I managed to turn the machine on with my elbow. And I'm thinking about like Alaska, Los Andes, which have all had these great Bourbons. And why do they tend to be uh, great espressos? Well, 
Because Bourbon and a Salvador coming together tends to create an awful lot of sweetness. You get a lot of milk chocolate, you get a lot of white and brown sugars, um, you get a lot of those kind of big mouth feel kind of coffees. Um, when I'm looking for a good espresso, the first thing I'm looking for is high sweetness. Then I'm looking for some acidity, not the other way around. So if I was looking for acidity, I'd be looking at things like washed Ethiopians or Kenyans. But El Salvador and Bourbon coming together just seems to bring the best out. And then when you add milk to them, they tend to still come through with those coffee flavours and not be too insipid and kind of black tea-like. So for me, El Salvador and Bourbons are a great, great team. Um, I've talked about espresso for too much and I want to taste some. So I'm going to go over there and we're going to taste some espresso along with some brewed and some cappuccino. So Steve's fun bag challenge is over. Sad, I know. On the screen now you can see the final scores. Uh, we can pretend that I won, but Gary did beat me in the last one of the, uh, uh, of the ones we were doing, which was very sad. Did you do the fun bag challenge, Dale? No. Well, this is Dale Harris, world barista champion and all-round good egg it has been. And I, in the back of my mind, came up with a new idea for a challenge to get every, all the staff involved, and it is called Espresso Espresso. It's a great name. Great name. Do you like it? It's beautiful. Beautiful. The idea of Espresso Espresso is to serve me an espresso within the quickest time possible, which you think you could just make it go, shh, and it's done. But then I'm going to taste it, and I will score it out of ten. For every point that you lose from 10, five seconds will be added to your time. So if you get nine out of 10, which would be a good score, you will lose five seconds. So you're encouraged to make a good espresso. So Dale, are you up for this challenge? Uh, where do I pour water? <laughs> Don't worry, there'll be no points for water. Um, you haven't got an apron on, you have lost points for that. Um, Dale's making an in-joke at barista competition. It's very funny. <laughs> so, uh, on your marks, Dale. Get set, go. So Dale is going to set the benchmark for everybody to beat. And I thought having a World Barista Champion could be a good way of setting that benchmark. I'm looking at what he's doing. He's flushed the group. That's barista competition work for you. Why is he flushing the group? Well, water's quite hot that sits in that group, so he knows he's going to make a tastier espresso by flushing that water out. He's ground. He had 15 minutes to set up the coffee, so to dial it in. Although he didn't use it, um, he used uh, around about three or four minutes. So expert at work. So the espresso is pulling, and coffee's just started coming through, and that was on around about eight seconds, nine seconds. That's a fine time. Ah, huh? it's a good time. It's a good time. It's it a is good a time. good time. He's also using scales because he's obviously going for the quality over the speed, which is. I think he's good. Uh, I only want a single espresso, so he's going to have a one that he can taste himself and can disagree with my score if he likes. And we were done in 31 seconds, and he's going to done stop the timer. So what time did we have there? One minute three seconds. One minute three seconds. Are you happy with that? No. No. I I sub one minute. You need okay. to be sub one minute. Minutes. Well, let's hope that it tastes in the cup. So. This is the red blend, so our new red blend. This is in development, red blend, Mike 2. Mm. We'll cut future red blend, Mike 2. Are we happy with it before we release it to the masses? Well, this is the coffee that we're going to be using for all of the challenges, so are you happy with what you've delivered? 
Yeah. There's yeah. some acidity, there's a little bit of caramel. I think it's really well pulled. Um, I will actually go as far to say that's excellent. And for that, I'm going to give you 9 out of 10, which is a good score. Like, I'm not going to give many 10 out of 10s, I don't think. So, 9 out of 10. So, Dale's top final score is 108. So, 1 minute and 8 seconds, because you lost 5 seconds for your point. There we go. So, you've set the benchmark for everybody else to follow. Um, Who's next? Uh, Roland. Oh. Roland will be in a few weeks' time. And so it's going to be a heavy shot of espresso. And he's going to be a heavy shot of espresso. And I'm just going to score him one anyway because he's Roland. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Dale, for being Okay, so we're back and into the tasting. Um, we're going to go with espresso, cappuccino and brewed coffee this week. It's like proper old school. So, into the espresso. One thing I've always found with this coffee is I find lots of cherry in it. Uh, going back over the years, it's always full of, like, cherry. But it's almost like, um, remember Moncherie's? It's that kind of, like, cherry and chocolate and, like, juiciness to it um, that really comes through well in the espresso. Into the milk. Now into the milk, it kind of changes, but you still get the cherry. But I get like a little bit of like a red wine kick to it as well. Um, the milk kind of adds to the creaminess and the big body of it. Um, and kind of just like, it kind of like, almost like a little bit red wine, a little bit sherry, a little bit port-like. Um, kind of comes through in the flavours. And into my knuckle duster mug. Um, I don't know whether you can see it, but yes, that's my knuckle duster mug there. Uh, I made an Aeropress. It's amazing. I made a bad Aeropress, but it's an Aeropress all the same. I haven't made one for ages. Um, and it tastes like a great um, a great filter coffee. It's got that Moncherie thing again, the kind of cherry truffle, kind of chocolate, dark chocolate. Um, it's probably more transparent than the others, which you would expect from a brewed coffee. And it really does have a little bit of a boozy kick on the edge. Now, considering it's washed, that's all terroir and varietal, much more than uh, a processing thing that you would see in a natural or whatever. So delicious coffees. Uh, all of them work very well. You know, sometimes there's normally one that you think, oh, that's compromised a little bit and it would be better if it was brewed. But actually, all three in their own right are equally delicious. So thank you very much for joining me, as always. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. This one isn't. I can't find a stopper for the Aeropress. The end. Just, <laughs> Just found one in my pocket. <laughs> I'm making a mess. I'm having to really think about these. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs>